This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Hey everyone, welcome to AwesomeCast, the show where we get geeky and talk tech, social media, and more. I'm reading all of your notes, Sorg. You will notice that I am not Sorg. I am not as awesome as Sorg, but I'm your host tonight, Katie Dutters. Hey everyone, uh, this is the show where we get geeky and we get awesome and we talk about some fun things. Uh, you could please check us out, um, subscribe and like us on your favorite podcast app and watch video versions on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and clips on the TikTok now. So um, we are very much all over the place. We are here every Tuesday on uh, Facebook Live at 7 p.m. Or a little bit after, depending, you know, what we got going on. And uh, if you're catching us later, um, check us out. Check out our tweets. And uh, we'll let you know what's going on every which way. That's awesome. And that's a horrible intro. So please don't use that in the future, Sork. <laughs> but hey, let me tell you who we got else. Besides me and what looks like a scary basement. I have not been kidnapped, I promise. Um, first of all. We have Mr. John Tachilla over in the Big D, representing Big Bank International. How are you tonight, sir? Pretty good. How are you? You need a shirt that says, I am not Sorg. I am not Sorg. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I... We should I all get shirts Sorg. that say, I am not Sorg. <laughs> we are here. Um, so how much snow did you get? <laughs> I would say I we got like five maybe six inches mainly i was surprised it mainly came for for what we got it was like sunday saturday into wait a minute no sunday into monday um i was a little bummed because we actually went sled riding on sunday afternoon and there was probably maybe an inch of snow um and then we probably got a half an inch maybe an inch last night so it mainly came in the monday morning just in time to shovel before work time oh, frame nice. <laughs> yes thank you snow gods <laughs> and also not so it's just not the two of us i also have my friend brian crawford hey brian how are you and, hello um you are you are in the big b right <laughs> i guess so i'm happy to be back there. this is great yeah back in uh in my office i got this like fancy like ipad stand i'm using now which is kind of fun um oh, so that's cool. kind of like a new gadget of mine yeah so, uh, as far as snow goes, um, I also live in Beachview. So as you know, uh, like Sorg does, and as you know, the roads are practically vertical. And uh, my car is terrible in the snow. So I'm kind of <gasps> just like sliding down hills and kind of, you know, saying a little prayer. <laughs> do you, do you still have the cobblestone streets or are you paved? Some of them are. My streets are paved, but uh, they don't. I, I feel like we're probably the last neighborhood in the city of Pittsburgh that gets salted. I'm not sure. It's just a guess. So um, I always really struggle to, to get to work. But I made it. And I made it back. Yay. Yeah, if you're not from the Pittsburgh area, we have a solid mix of what? Uh, paved uh, brick streets, cobblestone streets. Um, it's just random streets. smattering. Of... <laughs> so you, depending on where you live in the city, you may or may not actually have concrete on your roads. So... <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's get on into the show. Um, maybe I'm supposed to read the Patreons now <laughs> before we get into the awesome things. This might be complete chaos, and I'm apologizing a million times to Sorg, who is not here this night, this evening, but he'll be back hopefully next week. Um, but I want to shout out at our coffee club, the five dollar level, little level. I can almost talk to Matt Weller, uh, John Diggy DeGore, John Carmen, and Cynthia Klosky. We also have our fan of the show level at the dollar level. Uh, the Mike Fedor Show, PGH Museums, which Mr. Crawford, I believe, is still a, a big part, if not all of the parts of that. Well, uh, Professor part, Buzzkill, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Professor Buzzkill, which is an amazing history podcast, and uh, Dave Podner, who always sends us a list of stories each week. So shout out to you guys! And uh, so, if you want to support the show, uh, kind of be our bosses. Uh, it's as little as a buck a month, and you can get recognition through the on-air shout-out, which will be much smoother when Sorg does it. But uh, you plus you get an acknowledgement through our social media account, which is super cool. All right, so let's get into the awesome things of the week. 
And, uh, ooh. Oh, you guys both went for some very much, like, we're going to say mindfulness and stuff. Uh, Chill, oh. I'm going to start with you. What is Calm for Kids? So, and I think it was Sorg that brought it up before the the Calm app and doing kind of daily meditations and whatnot. I was happy to see we, we haven't tried this out in our house yet because I just found this last night. But Apple TV has pair, or partnered with Calm. And within Apple TV Plus, they've created a children's series called Stillwater. And Stillwater is a set of meditations targeted at kids. Um, helping kids manage their emotions, find stillness, and inspire kindness, which I thought was super cool. So they've started with three meditations. Um, they have Rainy Day, which shows how to manage disappointment. Um, stargazing, which is a settle down and relax at bedtime. And a wind chimes, which develops feelings of kindness. Um, it sounds like these are going to be, these are three to kind of start off with. Um, and it sounds like they will continue um, with more, I guess, episodes in the future. Um, from what I was seeing, I think they're about uh, seven. They're about seven minutes, which I think is 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 good um, for the youngsters. And then they also released a twenty-seven minute YouTube video to help introduce the Stillwater characters and also find find ways for kids to help them relax. So just thought this was super cool, um, especially with, you know, what we're going through between COVID. And then in my area, we have a, a teacher strike. Um, so kind of finding ways to bring calm is, is I think definitely going to be beneficial. Um, from what I've heard, you can still use if you're not an Apple TV plus person, but you are using calm, um, these are also available on the Calm website and in the Calm app. So pretty cool. Um, a lot of people are probably still getting Apple TV Plus for free, so they can check it out almost at no charge. Or Apple TV Plus comes in at about $5 a month. Oh, that's really, really cool. And yeah. especially like winding down for bedtime because we're all doing, you know, especially with the kids and everything that they're taking in and just kind of getting them to relax. <laughs> Yes, we we try to cut the iPad early, and then we have the blue light filters and all that kind of fun stuff. So Christopher actually, I like doesn't. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say I I like that there's all these extra things with it. Yeah, it's definitely it's de definitely beneficial. Even even if you're not a TV Apple TV person, it's it's also like I said available in their app, and there's an intro. I was surprised they did a 27 minute. YouTube video, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I use Headspace. I think it's helpful having and... those sounds. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I use Headspace. And, and honestly, I get as much out of the, the wake-up videos that they send out every morning as I do the meditation components. So I love the fact that they're doing something like this specifically towards kids. I think that's going to be really uh, helpful. And um, I, I just, I get a lot out of what I use with Headspace. So I imagine this is probably uh, a really great feature I'm, I'm also interested to see if they take this further like with with apple getting into the fitness realm are they gonna it'll be cool if they did a kids fitness targeted or a fitness thing targeted at kids um i know we've gotten more and more into using the music app um just being able to say hey so and so play whatever music um so i, I hope they they do more with the kids stuff that's awesome yeah, I use the, I think it's the, yeah, I had to look it up, My Life app. That's the mindfulness app I'm using right now. I like that we each have, are, have found uh, something that we that works really well for us and our mm -hmm. crew, our little crew, <laughs> and especially with <laughs> everything going on, getting your brain to quiet down after you've done a whole day of, well, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, I'm just going to roll right into your awesome thing, Brian, because that's pretty much on the same page. Awesome. So I brought uh, three awesome things to the to the group because uh, I've been doing uh, my own little journey during uh, not as as uh, intense as yours, Katie, but I've been going through some uh, 
I guess like doing some things with like mental health and, and things like that. And uh, with the new project, PGH Museums, it's a lot of admin work, which I'm terrible at. And if uh, Missy's listening somewhere out there, she'll know with the Millville Music Festival, I would come up with like great ideas, get really smart people around the table, and then I'd let them do all of the admin work while I made fun videos and things like that. So now I had to like do stuff that just like I, I have a I struggle to do uh, with ADHD. I have ADHD among a few other uh, neurological disorders. So um, over this year, I've been working on some things and I've come up with I've been using several different apps that have really helped me kind of get on track and tackle some of these things that I would usually just put off until um, you, you know, if there's a deadline, it's easy to get things done. If not, sometimes I would just put it off, off indefinitely. Um, so one thing is spending. Uh, I'm extremely impulsive with spending. I don't monitor my money at all. If I look at the account and see money's in there, I will spend every last dollar, even if it's on nothing. So there's this app that I uh, downloaded called the Spending App, and I'm able to put in a dollar amount that I want to spend that month. Right now, I'm on a $400 budget, so I'll put $400 in there. And every time I buy anything that is uh, discretionary spending, I will put an expense in that app. So then I could then, instead of looking at my bank account and seeing all this money, I'm only seeing $400 and then $300 and then whatever it is through the end of the month. So it's been really helpful with keeping me on track and uh, just not spending everything. Uh, the second app I have is called the Do app. And uh, right here, you'll see a notification on my phone. Uh, the Do app is a great reminder app. It's only available for Mac and, um, and the iPhone. So there's a version for each one. What's great about it is when you put a reminder in the Do app, it will actually send you a new push notification every five minutes indefinitely until you either do the task or reschedule it for a later time. Uh, memory is a big issue with, with ADHD. So like you'll throw laundry in the, in the wash and then you may forget that you did it until you go to do laundry again. Uh, things like that, or um, there's all sorts of things that, that can happen. So the do reminder will help you not forget stuff like that. Um, I really love it. What's great on the, the computer version, you can go in there and schedule everything out. You can schedule it uh, a reminder to come out every day, every week, every month, like just certain days of the week. So say you want to, uh, I don't know, work out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but you don't want to work out Tuesday or Thursday. You can schedule it that way where it'll just remind you on those days at different times. So that's really awesome. And also what's great about the Do app is it will actually sync with Siri and your iPhone reminder app. So if you just say, hey, S-word, remind me to go to the grocery store today at 7 p.m. It will then actually send that reminder, not only to your reminder app on your iPhone, but also the do reminder app and continue to remind you every five minutes. The third item that I wanna talk about, and this is really cool, it's called Tile Premium. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the little tile uh, trackers. They're incredible. If you lose something in your house, you can click a button on your phone, or you can ask uh, the A lady or the S lady or whoever, whatever lady you're using to find the item and it will ring and help you locate that item. Or if you leave the house, you can look and see where you left that item last. It'll give you a general idea. Well, with Tile Premium, that takes it to the next level where you won't forget anything because I'm notorious for getting distracted or being in a hurry and leaving something somewhere. I did a documentary this Christmas time, right before Christmas on the nativity crash outside of USX tower. It's the giant three story crash. And I almost lost all of my video equipment, like every piece of video equipment that I own because I went to go eat lunch and someone distracted me and I had planned to bring it with me. And I just left all of my video equipment sitting out on a bench at USX Steel Tower uh, downtown. Luckily somebody was there and saw it and put it in the little locked room that was there. But with the tile premium, if I had left, it would actually notify me that I left that behind. So that's one of the big features of tile premium. You go anywhere and it'll ding your phone. Hey, you left without this item. You left without your keys. You left without your wallet, whatever it is. Is. Um, and then also every year they send you free battery replacements for all of your 
uh, tile devices that have replaceable battery options. So you don't have to buy batteries ever again, which is great for me because currently I have nine different tiles that I'm using and I'll be getting at least a couple more. So do you, it's wonderful. Do you have a tile and, in your uh, wallet? That's it. I do. Yeah, I have a tile in my wallet, uh, my journal, my uh, planner. I've got one on my keys, my work ID, my Echo Buds, uh, basically you, everything that I own. Do you, is it pretty thin? Because that was the one question I had about <clears throat> that device is, do, do you notice it in your wallet? Like, does it add how many, how many like credit cards thick do you feel like it is? I'm not sure because I actually did not get the wallet version. They have like a thin one okay. that's designed for your wallet. I, I think it's supposed to be close to a credit card size. But I have like one of those wallets that has like a gazillion cards and like a, a, a brick and it has a <laughs> money clip, but I never carry money on me. So I just put a, a regular tile in that money clip. Okay. So that's, that's how I do it. But yeah, they do have like a thin one that's supposed to be similar to like a credit card where you can just slide it into your wallet. Cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, all of these apps are great. I mean, and the thing is, is like, even if you don't have ADHD, they can be helpful. Um, you know, the tile thing. I mean, most people, you know, everyone loses something sometimes. And, uh, you know, you may not need like nine to, to 10 tile items, but maybe one or two for your really important items. Uh, the spending app, I feel like anybody could use that because whether you have issues with that or not, they don't teach personal finances in school at all. So uh, that's definitely a tool people can use. And uh, the do reminder um, might be a little extreme for some people, to be honest, but for other people uh, like myself, it's pretty, uh, pretty necessary. I, I like, actually, I was looking at the, the do reminder and you were talking about it and I, I like it for starting a habit. Um, which is would be great because, you know, just a reminder of every day, especially if you get it at the same time. And then the mm -hmm. other thing is, like, right now, time is just, some days just infinite, and I have no clue. Like, the only time I really know what day it is is Tuesdays for 7 o'clock because that's the only thing that I have set every week. And, you know, I have a few doctor's appointments or whatever going on in between. But that's, like, the only day that I know what day it is and having something that kind of reminds you that like, Oh, you know, this is the day that you do this and then not having it go off on the weekend whenever. <laughs> oh I yeah. Can. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, with my medication, like I have to take medication every day and um, I will forget completely. Like, you know, if I don't do it, if I don't mark it off on the, the do, cause it reminds me every day, then I, you know, there's times I haven't taken it because I'm like, oh, do I take it or not? Cause I just, can't remember at all so that's like it's helpful for that too oh that's awesome yeah thanks for sharing all those because i think I, I just like i said a lot of there's a lot of just like single feels like just one big long day and having things to help you remember things or where you left things behind or you know the budgeting thing is so hard for some and myself included so this is this, thanks mm -hmm. for sharing all these these are great sure i i went to the world of blogging I just wanted to say that because that was part of what it was called. Uh, we've had Amanda Narcissi on here several times talking about LumiCube. LumiCube probably is the way way to say that. But um, they have a whole set now. It's a mobile creator studio. It's like this little guy. And it's got the panel mini, which she has absolutely raved about every time, I swear. And I really want to get one of these myself, the little light. But you can either get the stand, which has a couple little spots where you could hook their mic and their light. Or, you know, if you just need the lighting kit or if you need it, the whole nine yards is $179 and it includes a little stick. It doesn't expand. It's like a kind of like a Gorillapod height and you're able to put your LumiCube on top for your lighting. And underneath you got your little mic that they got here. That's supposed to be a road. Where is it? Ah, the word for it. Um, compact on camera microphone with Rycote Lear shock mount. Very cool. That's what they call it. But yeah, so you just carry this guy around if you are doing mobile things or if you're in your home and you need better lighting. <laughs> I was like, do this. Um, and a mic, this is this is great. It's very lightweight, it looks like. And um, like it's $179, $180 is not bad for that whole kit. And you could just have a mobile studio as you go. I wish that every news company in the world would start buying these during the pandemic because I'm so sick of seeing shaky 
terrible webcams and like this would be such an improvement over literally at least half of the stuff I'm seeing uh, from any news agency, whether it's, you know, CNN to KDKA. Uh, it would be great to see something like this. I, it's awesome. It's very cool. I'm, I'm I interested. Like, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll have to ask Amanda to for her feedback on the on the panel, I have the loom. I have like the actual small cube, which I love because it's magnetic on the back and, and it's also threaded. So you can put it on a tripod, but it's magnetic. So you can stick it kind of anywhere. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've used it a bunch, but fortunately, fortunately mine came with a couple of the filters that allow you to kind of like clip onto the front of it because it is, the one thing I will say about their devices is they are super bright. Um, and my office is small. So to even mount it up kind of as far away as I can mount it, um, it's still pretty bright. I have to turn it down and, and throw on one of the filters. So I'm interested to see if there's more brightness settings on the panel versus like I have the Loom Cube 2.0. Came in a nice little travel box with a bunch of bunch of the filters, which are I like because they clip on via magnet as well, and you can combine them together. Um, but interested to hear more about the panel. I just realized yeah. this is. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. Oh no, it looks like I was, it looks like it has an adjustment for the brightness on the panels. Mine has like three three or four settings, but even at the at the oh. dimmest setting, it is nice and bright. <laughs> I just realized this thing is basically a selfie stick on steroids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like it. I like the heavy dutiness about it. If that makes it better way to say things like I, it looks like, like my gorilla pod fell apart at a certain point because it just, it just, the legs wouldn't hold up anymore. And this looks like it's a little bit more sturdy than what I had been using. Yeah. It looks nice. Little. That's such an affordable price for everything it does too. I might look into that because I feel like in certain like situations and certain, even like certain videos that like, aren't like a live streamed, this could be like a really cool thing. Like I'm thinking like I do like, you know, different documentaries and stuff. Like, you know, you could take this and actually take someone on a tour and record that in a way like to add an extra different feature like an extra different like view like you're like you're like walking with them i feel like that could be kind of cool oh yeah that would be nice and, and like like the size and the portability would be awesome and you put a little tile on it and you'd be good to go mm -hmm. you know what doesn't need a tile that's a horrible transition um a slice on broadway pizza because we would be in our belly we wouldn't have to figure out where it was at <laughs> or you could use the tile that. to find everyone's pizza and steal them all yes Yes, we'd just stand outside and be like, this is a pizza <laughs> tracking device to keep it safe. <laughs> and then it actually will just show up and take it before they get in their house. But uh, yeah, so I was just thinking about the buffalo chicken pizza from Slice on Broadway the other day, combining a love of wings and pizza. But uh, mm. yeah, they're. I can't wait till we're back in the studio so we can all share and it's not just Sorg eating all the pizza because we're all jealous of it. But <laughs> uh, they're even taking care of us now. So visit Slice on Broadway, Broadway at PGH underscore Slice. While Eden may not be an option for some, you can still order takeout at sliceonbroadway.com. Hashtag get your slice on. All right. Let's roll into some stuff here. We got all kinds of stuff happening here. Um, I want to talk about Rocket League first. Is that you, Chilla? That was, yeah, that was me. Um, I noticed the other day, so one of the uh, CNJ Plays Games episodes is going to be coming out here in the next couple of days, we actually dove delved into rocket league. Um, it was kind of a fun way for me to learn more about recording on Xbox and us to just play yet another game. Um, but what I noticed was we, I was looking around for some other games to play and I found that rocket league had, had partnered with the NFL um, and they're starting today. Um, at 4 p.m., I think it was 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, but starting at 4 p.m., they now have a special um, game style. It's Gridiron, and it's based off of football. I'm interested to see. It, they turn this the soccer field into a football field. It's a four-on-four -four match, um, and it actually use they use an American football. I'm interested to see how that's going to 
bounce. Um, but touching the football attaches it to the roof of your car. And um, you can pass the ball. And then I think you just have to get down into like the goal area. So I'm actually super excited to play this. I think we're going to try to um, probably tomorrow night, try to do another, another recording. We'll probably launch it on the Super Bowl. Um, and I'm just super excited to play a new, a, a, another version in Rocket League. That's really neat. I was surprised too. I, I noticed they also had, an, they have an esports section in like the car paint area. And the Pittsburgh Knights are in there. So if you if you want to grab some some Pittsburgh Knight like car paint and and design, you can you can do as such, which I thought was really neat too. That's really awesome. Is it a free mod? I have a question. It is. It is. It is. From what I've read, like I said, I haven't played it yet. But yes, from what I've read, it's it's just going to be. Like I think where you go into like the two the the uh, what are they what does it say when you go into to play I can't remember what it's it's not relaxed mode but it's like and then you pick whatever mode and then you pick like two v two four v four it's going to be just another mode in there um, and again yeah, it's free but it is for a limited time it is only going to be available until February eighth. awesome and oh gosh i wanted to ask you about this chilla um so podner says that in oios uh 14.5's new unlock with apple watch feature works on iphone did you see this but it's it's meant it's targeted at people for wearing masks related to covid Mm -hmm. i do i do not run developer build i run public beta mm-hmm. so i have this just launched yesterday i haven't gotten it yet um but i am looking forward to it because i will say you know walking around home depot or or if i if i do have to go out to pick something up um i do like not having to touch as many things including my phone when i'm out um and i find myself actually having to type my passcode in way more than I li- I would like to based on the mm-hmm. fact that I'm I'm keeping my mask on and 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 being just being out like I said when I need to. But I, I think this is a setting that's going to come in on the phone. Um like you're gonna have to kind of set it up on your phone, set the options and then it interfaces with the watch. Um the watch has to be in in an unlocked state on your wrist and in proximity to the phone. And then I did see in one of the screenshots, it looks like when it unlocks, if you if you look, at, I'm guessing it must kind of give the haptic feedback on your wrist. Um, and then you'll actually be prompted. You, there's, a, there's a button that comes up that says lock phone, I think. It looked like that oh. you could actually relock the phone if like it was an accidental unlock. I like this idea because I have that option with my MacBook where it just unlocks through the watch and it really is nice and convenient. Yeah, I missed. So it's funny because I got a MacBook replacement and I've moved over at a touch ID on the Mac. And I do, I, I actually kind of liked the watch unlock better only because my Mac is kind of up on a stand. And Mine I does both. And I didn't have to, oh, I'll have to, you know what? Maybe it's because I never set back up the watch on the new Mac. Okay, yeah. I'll have, I have to go give that thing. a whirl. Yeah. Yeah, mine does both, which is nice because I have both, you know, options. And then I like how all the passwords are tied in with the Touch ID. Yes, very much so. Um, now, now you have me searching around. <laughs> I'm going to have to go into my accounts and see if I can set up the watch unlock. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, much easier, especially with like the issue. And, and I, I like, I don't know, it's just such a pain putting in the passcode when you're like trying not to touch things and you're trying to be mm-hmm. not touching face to things. And um, okay, Brian, now we have you got a little bit of a challenge here. I think you put the the game stock stop um, game stop stock frenzy explained. Did you put this story in here? I did not. No, 
Uh, oh, okay. I, Sorry, I thought it was I about your name. I heard a little bit about it. I have listened to a little bit about it, but no, I didn't put it in there. I know it's basically Redditors who are uh, banding together to stick it to the to the rich guys. <laughs> um, and now the rich guys are upset, so now the government's investigating to appease them. <laughs> that's all I know about it. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good way of putting it. And um, yeah, but it was it was very much a, a wild. Thing, and I think it got a handful of us into investing for the first time, which was it was a, definitely a fun experience. I don't know if that was fun, like trying it out and not really, you know, getting a feel for it and actually having to do some investigation and look into things. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I would I was surprised the number of things I'm seeing in my TikTok feed about yeah. different different ways, like to figure out who the next game stock stock frenzy could be, who to look out for. And it's almost like they're taking bets on who's going to end up on the Wall Street bets thing. So mm-hmm. um, it was it was super cool. Yeah, I think BlackBerry was another one they talked about. Um, well, AMC there was a AMC. whole kerfuffle with. And um, oh shoot, there was a couple other ones. Like I, I saw rumors of whoever owns Build a Bear, and it was a lot of these companies that have seen you know a drop and people trying to like oh we're gonna buy all these up but yeah like tiktok was wild to see everybody trying to talk about you know this is what's happening and trying to explain it in under a minute and all the different ways to explain it which were kind of hilarious depending on what you came across (laughs) yeah that's wild i i wish i knew more about investing i'm always like afraid to dip my toe into that water so I've got a, a, a financial advisor. I keep saying, I need to do it. And he's like, no, you have to have money in savings first. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ooh. There's also, did you see the Ring launches its cheapest connected doorbell yet? Amazon-owned oh. Ring is launching its cheapest doorbell, which is uh, the Ring do- video doorbell wired for just 60 bucks. New body. Ooh, it takes its the thing ooh, with the ring. Piece. Thing with the ring that's kind of weird is like the way the camera is. It makes every single person who comes to your door look like a criminal. Like every <laughs> single person that comes and like knocks on the door, it's like a menacing like upwards look at the person <laughs> that like immediately screams, "This guy's up to no good." Uh, and actually, I know somebody who once uh, had an experience like that where he literally went to the wrong house and knocked on the door. And then all of a sudden, he's on a police department's Facebook page as a suspicious person. All he did was go to the wrong door and knock. But, like, everybody's in, like, this, like, frenzy over Ring and thinking that everyone's trying to steal what's theirs. I, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> I really like this model, and I think it's interesting because I've, I've seen some people say, oh, but it doesn't have, you know, like, a swappable battery. And I think that's kind of the point is trimming down the electronics i'm sure made it cheaper to make um but the, the other cool thing is if and and as I, I have a ring with the swappable battery um and i don't have a wired doorbell so i kind of had to go that route i've actually thought about installing wiring because i'm tired of flipping batteries now but that being said like they were able to from what it looks like cut the depth of the device from what it looks like i said what it looks like in in under half of what the larger one is so i really like how this device looks from a just a sleekness and and how it just in the pictures what it looks like hanging on the door i feel like mine's kind of like this big behemoth of (laughs) plastic versus this kind of gets more back to the your typical doorbell i would say it's not as small as the nest because I have a neighbor with a nest, we have the ring, um, but it still looks really nice. That's awesome. All right, and oh, geez, you know what today was? It was Groundhog Day. Oh. <laughs> good news or bad news? Uh, it's six more weeks of winter, but we knew that. Oh. Look outside. <laughs> I know it's bad news for me. Sorry, on your cobblestone streets. <laughs> <laughs> but that with that being said on animal crossing i'm jump over to animal crossing for this one um it was up since groundhog day is today they had a little rossetti character 
and he looks like a little he's a little groundhog and he's digging a tunnel but this was uh something that was available um in the store today's the last day and you could get it um it's a throwback to the gamecube minis uh groundhog day event that had um um rosetti checking himself out by a shadow by the wishing well which is pretty cute but for animal crossing we're also moving into some stuff for february which i'm super excited about because i am ready for the spring event because i am also tired of snow on my island along with the snow outside (laughs) i'm a little snowed out but they're going to do something for valentine's day and that started today and uh festival which I'm pretty excited. It's a lot of, uh, there's a bunch of um, stuff moving into the store, uh, both the in Nook's Cranny and some clothing things that you can pick up that have to do with festival. And uh, yeah, so there's going to be fun things. There's new fish and birds. And I'm excited because I need some new, um, some new things to do in Animal Crossing because, you know, it was a big excitement for Christmas, New Year's, and now we're getting into February. So they're doing, I think they're doing a better job of, um, it, or it just might be the way the holidays are falling. I guess I shouldn't say. Um, it's totally, you know, maybe according to their calendar, but I'm excited about the uh, um, updates every month um, of something new to do because I still need things to keep me interested in it. And I'm still playing with uh, my niece and we're still having a good time with that. We picked out costumes tonight on Animal Crossing and uh, yeah, I've got some new friends playing too from Christmas time. So, so what's the fest? So what's festival? Like, is it just another theme of stuff for your island or... I think they're going to be doing an event, which is, looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I think was it the fifteenth? I saw the date. I could be totally wrong, but uh, it's like feathered um, hats, like headdress or not headdress, like a feathered hat and uh, dresses and um, clothes. Reactions. They have new reactions you can buy in Nook's Cranny. Uh, furniture items. Let me see what date is it. Uh, on February fifteenth uh, is the big day. It's festival. Uh, festival yeah and then you can get uh, balloon lamps confetti machines garland a stage i'm like i'm excited i haven't read all this wow. yet i'm really excited about all this <laughs> stuff and all the, cl- the clothing at able sisters and oh my gosh there's gonna be some sequin all kinds of sequin clothes oh this is gonna be great <laughs> i'm really excited oh my gosh and here's some of the reactions sorry you're getting all this i'm really excited uh <laughs> one is called feeling it one is viva one is let's go and then confetti oh i'm super excited I want confetti. Yeah, you just throw it all the time. That's just how I want to live my life. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, so it looks like there's a bunch of cute things, and uh, we got some you know, Valentine's Day stuff's cool, I guess. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this festival day. Neat. Have you noticed more people playing now that everybody's at home and quarantining? Oh, there was definitely a, a huge. You know, since we started, it was a big. You know, there was a ton of us playing, and then now Christmas hit and a couple more folks uh got them for got the game for christmas or switches for christmas so we had a new group and um our friend will um he him i've been helping him get through things like the initial setup because he wanted to get to the cool stuff obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this is like here i'm just i'm just giving him bags of money here this is what you need to start what do you need the supplies (laughs) so i'm sure a lot of people have been helping their friends who just started out and getting them up to the fun stuff at the stores and things that's like whenever I was a kid and I, I was never very good at video games. So I had Super Mario World and I just gave it to my uncle. He beat it and then I could just go back and play the the, uh, the ones that I wanted to play and, and beat Bowser. I kept beating Bowser because he was actually surprisingly easy to beat. So yeah, it's 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 good to, to help, especially if uh, people weren't very good at uh, getting there on their own. Yeah, sometimes you just don't want to spend the time when everybody else is like way over here. It's... Mm-hmm. Is the Valentine's Day air timeline like, or that time of year? Is it is it a big video game time? I know it used to be a big, you know, cell phone cell phone deal time, but I noticed because I'm interested. I still haven't picked up Animal Crossing, but I've been thinking about it. And a lot of times, uh, Nintendo does like the you buy the the tokens and you can get two games. Um, for a little bit cheaper, and one of the ones that I was interested in that's coming out is the Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which launches on February 12th. So I'm I'm interested to see like are we going to see a bunch of games launching around Valentine's Day? Is that like typically a thing? It might be because I feel like that was a thing. Like you said that it was like we were seeing more things coming out at that point, and are they big for gifts? Maybe. Maybe. Something. 
here you go. I got two games, which would be fine with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I went back into that festival. I'm just going to keep talking about it. I'm so excited. There's like, there's feathers falling from the sky and they're going to be crafting with feathers. This is going to be a lot of fun. It's like, there's a bunch of things happening. This is fun. So, so when you pick stuff up at like this, is it only there for the limited time or can you keep it kind of year round? Like if I started playing and I got the confetti, can I keep it afterwards? It lasts forever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the confetti, it looks like it's part, it's a reaction set. Okay. So you'll be able to, you'll have that at all times and be able to do things with that for a while. And, and it's like when seasons change, like for example, I still have pumpkins on my Island just in case I need pumpkins for some sort of recipe. And, um, but you can keep some of the things around and they don't disappear. You can keep them in your storage. Like if you decide if you, you're holding on to Easter eggs from last Easter, you could just craft with those anytime you want or give them to whoever, if they want to try it. Right. Did anybody else have any stories? Did you, Brian, did I, did I miss any of yours or Chilla? Did I miss any? No, I think you, oh. I hit on my one. It wasn't a story that I brought up, but I'm interested in this Walmart fulfillment center. And, um, uh, honestly, I'm a little concerned. So basically, the, according to what I'm reading here in the notes, it's uh, a pilot to replace, like, to turn Walmarts into fulfillment centers and using robots mm -hmm. um, to stock shelves. And I'm a little concerned. Um, I mean, you can't, not that you can stop progress, but, like, Walmart is the largest employer <laughs> in the United States. So uh, if they're replacing their people with robots, I'm just wondering, like, how are they going to eat? So I'm like, I think it's kind of cold, but I'm also kind of concerned, I guess. I think it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I feel like unless you can perfectly place items on shelves and keep, unless Skynet takes the human equation out of everything, like I'll be interested to see how this robot can go find and pick up the item. And the example I'll use is at Christmas time, I was looking for something and target had one of them and it wasn't like, I could tell someone, I, I knew they had one in the store. I know I knew unless someone stole it, computers don't lie. Um, so there, the, the item was somewhere in the store. So I went in search of it. This happened over the summer too, with a fan at, at home Depot. But um, mm -hmm. I wanted, I, I wanted the, the thing that they had, it was sold out online and it was kind of like my last chance at getting it. And I had to walk all over the store to get to find it. And it was just on a random shelf. It was near the toy section, but um, it was just on a random shelf. So I wonder like, how well is this going to work unless everything is perfectly placed? It's in its correct place. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's unless, and, unless they put tiles on everything, and then yeah, that's what the robots can find the tiles. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's an interesting point because, like, robots, like they're more efficient, but like they're they're not always, you know, they're not always prepared to deal with the unknown. So, uh, you know, I feel like there probably has to be some people working there, and then obviously there would be jobs to like service the robots and things like that. But uh, you know, I do. I just. I just wonder you know as things advance and this kind of gets into like the whole ubi conversation uh you know with universal basic income it's like eventually that's something we're gonna have to think about because these robots are taking people's jobs and um eventually we're gonna have to get to a point where uh people have to survive in other ways so it'll be interesting to see how that all works out mm -hmm. It looks like uh, specifically with this one, it's this robot would take the place of um, just like things on shelves in a warehouse setting where there shouldn't be people touching it. Um, mm -hmm. They would still have human associates, not that people, customers, I should say, touching it. So they should be able to find things. Um, human, human associates, I like that, human associates, uh, would be the ones who would <laughs> handpick things like meat, vegetables, and fruit, which makes sense because i don't know how you i don't know maybe there are robots that could distinguish like is this watermelon ripe and i could just <laughs> <laughs> me personally i'd oh, rather man. have the robots touching the vegetables and fruits that i'm going to put in my mouth uh you know that people get all their germs <laughs> on 
you know, I'm not, you know, the pandemic's got everybody OCD. I'm thinking, I don't want people's germs all over my food, but yeah. <laughs> it is. But yeah, so they're trying to, it looks like they're trying to catch up with Amazon and trying to fulfill that way. Um, which everybody's trying to catch up with Amazon <laughs> at this point and wondering when we're going to get back. I mean, I, for a lot of folks, I, I don't know if they're going to get back into actually shopping in stores because the online and fulfillments and the ordering online and picking up and at Targets and Walmart has been pretty helpful and makes you not have to deal with people <laughs> as much. And I think a lot of folks well, are also, liking that beyond the pandemic. What's interesting about that, too, is like everyone acts like we're moving into the future, but really we're in some ways we're traveling back in time because the Internet is essentially catalog sales again where you have pages and pages of items you can choose from and, and you just ha now have a website you know pages and pages on a website that you can choose from so it's really like a very similar concept if you think about it and like i look at so our shopping habits are way more online other than your perishable food items um the one thing i will say though for the non-perishable food items like, cause occasionally we do most of our food shopping at target. Um, but you're in target, right. And you go pick something, Hey, I'm here for strawberries and milk. Oh, I'm going to go over and grab whatever. Um, I, I don't feel like the selection, they're not keeping the rest of the store stocked. Um, I don't blame them on, you know, things like toilet paper and bread running out at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, no one could keep up with demand on that. But like, I look at least in the South Hills target, which I feel like it's in way more foot traffic than some of the other ones. They're definitely having, they're either having a problem keeping the, the shelves stocked or they're not worried about keeping as much on hand versus I had to go get a new pair of glasses out in Robinson and I stopped out there and their selection outside of the food area was much better and they had much more hmm. things across the store um, that either were empty shelves at the, the South Hills Target or looked like they, they never, like the, the item never made it to the store, like... I don't know. I, wow. I just would, but, but I do wonder like, will everything just for non-perishables continue online just from a sheer, Hey, I don't need to carry this in the store. I could use that space for something else. Well, I think so, because I think also like it's more convenient for the people who are buying it. So it's easier for them and they have a better selection. You can get better prices. So it's like in every way you win online and even with perishable items. I mean, there are people like me who I don't even, I get my groceries delivered now. Like I don't go out to the store for anything. Um, sometimes I'll go to Las Palmas cause I can walk there, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, you can get anything delivered, like literally anything. And I, I didn't think to compare because I live by the Robinson one. If I if I end up at a Target, is usually the one I end up at, and they've always seemed to be pretty stocked. So I didn't realize that other folks that like the South Hills ones wasn't as. I don't know if it's just because it's kind of at a, the South Hills ones at like an interesting crossroads of of a bunch of different areas. So it's probably mm -hmm. an easy one to get to if you're anywhere in or amongst like the Bridgeville slash st Clair, like that whole that whole region kind of it's mm -hmm. kind of at the center of that um versus i don't know robinson like once you get past robinson out towards the airport there there isn't as many homes and we're not there people aren't as densely packed in <laughs> um as, as we are here but when when you get into like that oakdale imperial um moon area there's there's a lot of the people in that area but I, I feel like maybe not as much as the communities that the the south hill store services mm -hmm. but um I, that was just kind of what i found like i i was i was heading online because i couldn't find stuff in the stores mm -hmm.
I don't well, know also if I trust my lunch meat and my strawberries to come. I want to pick them or see them oh, before. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. I don't have to smell anyone, look at anyone, wait in line, uh, listen to anyone. I just sit here at my, you know, either watching TV or doing office work. And then, uh, you know, I have somebody shopping for me. Oh, we can't find this. Can we replace it with that? Yeah, sure. And, uh, then they just leave it at my store doorstep. I don't even have to talk to the driver when they arrive. They just drop my stuff off and leave. It's like it takes me instead of taking over an hour to grocery shop, it now takes me thirty seconds because, like with at least with Instacart, everything you've purchased throughout your life of Instacart is immediately saved in a uh, "you've bought this before" section. So I literally just open the bot before, click a few buttons, and my groceries are uh, delivered. Poof! It's like it's amazing. Yeah, it's like magic. Oh, did they waive delivery fees during COVID? Is that what? I don't know because I paid like the hundred dollars a year, where like okay. I can get as many as I want. So yeah, it looks like I think Joey in the chat room mentioned that they might have uh, waived the fees during COVID, which would be super cool. Um, ah, nice. That would be nice. All right. So, oh, really? Okay. We're going to talk about this one last thing before we take off for the evening. Um, I think Sorg put this story in here for us. So TikTok competitors, you know, we're big fans of TikTok over here, um, are merging, two of them. So it's uh, both Clash and Byte, which are both short-form video apps that were, uh, Byte was the one that was launched by the co-founder of Vine. Um, but now they are merging to become one super app. So this will be kind of interesting to see if they're able to compete with TikTok and, um, or if we're able to have um, enough, pay it, enough of uh, attention span to enjoy both. <laughs> I, I'll be interested to see if they can compete because I feel like everyone chases the next cool thing, but never really takes over like you look at like what twitter and and instagram have tried to do to alter you know the location how they do short form video where it's placed on the page i feel like sometimes they move their next thing in their 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 competitor to they move the button to make it where like it's normally where you would normally post the picture so it kind of forces you into the discovery of that but they they never seem to supplant the new the new person in town. So I I'll be surprised if they can supplant the TikTok world. It just seems to be there and ever growing. I don't see it shrinking anytime soon. I didn't realize it's really create. Oh, sorry, God. The Creator Fund um, will top a one billion one billion with a B to pay its stars. That's wild, the TikTok creator fund. Wow. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, I just can't get into it. I, I have, I'm trying to go the opposite route and cut back. I actually deleted mm -hmm. the Facebook app from my phone. So like I never, I don't scroll anymore. I just go on the website and go to my groups and post on my timeline. And then that's it. Like I'm thinking about doing Instagram though. That way I can just look at pictures and post pictures. I find I find I lose time in TikTok a lot easier than I do in other apps. And well, that is one, what I'm afraid of. Yeah, you yeah. you don't realize because you're jumping from video to video. You know, you're they're a minute each, but they, a lot of times they don't feel that long if they're you know they use the whole time, and you're just like bouncing from one topic into a different topic to a different which all interests you. So you're just like, oh, let me just keep going a few more. Exactly, and that's what happens to me with Facebook with the uh, the scrolling. But it's like mm -hmm. easy. It's harder to scroll on the website or even on the mobile version than on the app. Like the app is so easy to just keep swiping, 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 scrolling. So like I lose time, like you're saying with, with TikTok. That's why I'm afraid to go into TikTok. I'm like, I better mm -hmm. just stay away. I wish there was a way to set TikTok to like, and, and maybe there is, and I'm just not as knowledgeable with TikTok as others, but like you kind of have to watch the video and then swipe. Like, I wish there was a way, like just play, just play, my feed like one after another after another after another because then i would tend to probably sit it up like on my desk oh, while yeah. i'm working like tiktok tiktok you kind of have to swipe to the next video so i wish there was like a that way to create, like a, a playlist 
like YouTube, I can kind of just play the next video. Yeah. Yeah, then I would be on here longer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm definitely, and I think Chilla's definitely gotten into it too. And, and I think it's been fun to help uh, new folks get on TikTok and explain to them that you're going to have to sit over a certain kind of hump for a little bit of liking and dislike, not disliking, but not interested in certain content uh, before you really get your site. How, then it gets really curated for you and you're like, oh, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> but you have to get through that hump. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, sometimes I think curation also is like a negative. Like for example, um, on Netflix, I feel like I don't get, like I, I can't see their whole library and a lot of the stuff that they suggest I'm actually not that interested. Like it would make sense for someone who has watched shows that I have watched, but like my interests are so like all over the place that like I, I actually sometimes find it hard to find shows on Netflix that I want to watch because everything they're feeding me is that way. And there's no like easy way to just browse like topics. Like you can't just like browse. Like, like you used to be able to just go and click documentaries and then just see documentaries. So like, I feel like with TikTok, it may actually, if they're that curated, it may actually chase me away. That makes sense. It's it's yeah. amazing, like, how they put new things in front of me. And speaking of Netflix, I they group, you know how they give you the options of things you might be interested in, like the, the categories, the genres. There was mm. one, it was mm -hmm. like never, never adult or something that they gave to me, which made it <laughs> sound like I was, ne like, I was definitely in that between, like, liking kids and stuff, and, like, animated things and adult not adult shows mm -hmm. but, but you're I'm like peter pan yeah yeah that's what it is it's, it's something along those lines and i didn't realize it was a whole grouping and i was like oh thanks netflix <laughs> this is what nice. you think of me because <laughs> <laughs> we we only we never went and created like the different accounts for each person so the algorithm is just our netflix algorithm is destroyed oh I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cause there's just, you, it's just chaos. If you don't, it is chaos. <laughs> you watch this, but then you watch this. No, I didn't see if I had it on here. No, nah, it's not going to give, Ooh, escapist reality TV. Yeah. It's like, they know me. <laughs> <laughs> I can only stand so much reality TV before it just drives me bonkers. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh. It's eight o'clock guys. And, uh, you got to get out of here. I turn into a pumpkin. I know, a chilla pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. So where can folks find you and what are you up to now? Uh, I'm just still doing stuff with PGH Museums. I've got some ideas for some new uh, documentaries I want to put out this year. So I'm uh, talking with some people, making some conversations happen there. And uh, we're doing a lot of like backbone stuff with the organization to try to, to make it stronger. Uh, so you can follow what we're doing at PGH Museums on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. So uh, right there, we'll be uh, more active as the winter's over. And because uh, I do most of the Facebook marketing, at least. Amanda's doing more of the uh, Instagram. But uh, now my overtime's slowing down a, a little bit. So I should be <laughs> more active there. Awesome. Chilla, where can we find you and all the things you are doing? You can find me at Chilla on the Twitter um, and then actually see Ampersand J plays games. Uh, or I'm sorry, plays with a Z on Twitter and then CNG plays games on YouTube. Um, we just dropped another episode last night uh, around Minecraft. We built a, it, it's almost remin reminiscent of Roller Coaster Tycoon. We built a huge roller coaster level in Minecraft. Um, we did some Bee Swarm recently, and then I think we have some Arcade Empire, some more Roblox games coming, and then um, we'll be probably dropping the um, Rocket League episode um, coming up here shortly as well. Awesome. I, I, I'll definitely have to check those out. I love the, yeah, that sounds like way fun. Um, but yeah, I am Katie. You can find me K Dutters on Twitter and, uh, where else am I? Kate Marie PGH on Instagram. I am also on this week's, I think it just posted late earlier today, uh, fishing without baits, uh, podcast talking about my cancer journey and just kind of 
going through that and some things I had to deal with going through it, obviously. Um, and especially during a pandemic, which was just bonus, <laughs> but yeah, so checking, check out fishing without bait, uh, in the podcast over there, you can see me talk about that. Um, I also want to remind you that if you are getting takeout food, don't forget to hashtag it, my PGH takeout. So other people can search that hashtag and find it and get delicious food too, because, uh, we've been part of this for a while and we need some new food to try. <laughs> I was I, so it, it was funny because I was actually reluctant. I used your tip and trick of I ordered a pint of ranch dressing, <laughs> but they wrote my address around like the side and on the top of the lid. So I did not post it because it had. I guess I could somehow. I don't. I guess I could wait it out digitally, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't want to also write on the container, but yeah, so I used that and that was super helpful. I will never get store-bought ranch ever again. Good. <laughs> it's magical. Um, I also forgot to remind you that if you go to, if you're a fan of Olive Garden soup, you can literally buy a bucket of their soup to a go. A bucket. Oh, wow. A bucket. It is a little bucket. I don't think I have a picture of it, but we bought it when I was doing going through chemo because I was having a hard time eating, but um, chicken gnocchi soup was awesome. And it's like, huge it's a huge it's literally a bucket with a handle and a pail mm-hmm. so mm. yeah if you need soup wow. garden, bucket of soup <laughs> step up your soup game well thank you both for being on the show tonight and thank you so much for our audience uh thank you you've been an awesome audience have an awesome week we'll see you next week at seven o'clock bye This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.